Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Season, no. Oh. 
Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Let us pray. Tonight, I want you to pray for yourself and ask Jesus to speak to you. Ask Jesus to speak to you. Ask him to visit you. Ask him to transform you. Ask him to renew your mind. Ask him to make you a spiritual person. That the word of God can have an effect on you tonight. Lift up your voice wherever you are and just pray for a moment. Pray for a moment. Help us, God. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us. Speak to us. Let nobody under the sound of my voice leave this place the same. Leave this place the same. Help us, Lord. Help us, O God. Help us, O God. Help us, O oh God. Lift your hands and just welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. Welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. Welcome Holy Spirit. Welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. In the name of Jesus. Mantuski palo kande rontirianto lavaso kandobra. Ripondo lobobo rondi bribede. Rimosikotoski palebaka. Sinto lobosikanto lakande. Rondi bribede beskopaleba kando brandi boski palala basi palo Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. We take authority of this atmosphere. We say, Lord, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to me. Speak to me, oh, speak to us, Lord, through your word, through your spirit. Speak your words of life. Speak to me, oh, we're listening, Lord. Speak to me, let it be your prayer night. before you I say use my members to your glory we bless you, we praise you in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen put your hands together for Jesus and you may be seated in the presence of God hallelujah amen how many of you have been blessed already yeah, I mean, the choir is called what? The Olives. Olives, wow. Powerful ministration by the Olives. Yeah, also um, the lady from Popomeni, Butler. That's a great start. That's a very good start. Amen. 
I told all the pastors, bring the talent you have. Let me help you develop them. I've been waiting. Jesus is coming soon. Uh-huh. So that's how life is. Great. Um, also, the Christ Kids is, is getting better. It's getting better. Yeah, it's getting better. One of these days at your wedding, you have to write an invitation letter to just get them to come and sing for you. Non to you miss a good place to say amen. You get it. Uh-huh. So, it was great. And of course, you always have Madeline. You can rely on her. You can depend on her. Hallelujah. The level Madeline has reached is not rehearsals. You just ask, what song should I sing? Say, sing this one, then that's it. It's, it's like you have recorded a CD. You just choose the track, and then you go. It's also a level. Do you get it? So don't start calling yourself Madeline when you have not reached that level. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, tonight, I want to start a new series with you which perhaps is going to run for about 10 to 12 weeks. So you have to brace yourself. Tell your neighbor, brace yourself. Yeah, and um, come along. Amen. So since we are on a 12-week journey, let's get to the job. Matthew chapter 16, we're reading from verse number 13. The Bible says that, and when Jesus came to Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they said unto him, some say you are John the Baptist, some say Elias, and some Jeremiah, or what? One of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do ye say, or who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answering said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom that whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Put your hands together for the word of God. Now, from this beautiful piece of scripture, we start this journey. All right? Jesus has gone to a trip in Philippi, Caesarea, and as he's coming back, he's feeling all jolly, and then he says to his disciples, what are the people saying about me? Who are they saying that I am? What are they calling me? What's happening in town? What's the latest? What's up, G? So, they answered and said to him that, well, there's a confusion in town. Some of the people are saying, you are John the Baptist. You are a Rasta man standing by the river baptizing people wearing boxer shorts. But others also say you are Elias. Even I heard somebody, Bartholomew said, I heard somebody the other, say, the other day saying that you are Jeremiah. When they see the way you prophesy, you are like Jeremiah. Because the other day they heard you lamenting. So they remembered the lamentations of Jeremiah and they said, you must be Jeremiah. And then some also, they don't know. So they said, you are one of the prophets. So Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Bible says when he asked that question, the Holy Spirit arrived at that place. Sometimes when a question is asked, don't be in a rush to say anything that comes into your mind. Allow the Holy Spirit to work on you. Because this is the thing that made Peter 
the leader of all the disciples? This question. Bible says when he asked the question, Peter gave an answer. He said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. Immediately, Jesus knew that Peter had caught an anointing. An anointing John had not caught, and had not caught yet. An anointing Bartholomew had not caught yet. Only Peter had that. He had an anointing for revelation. So he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. You cannot use your common sense to get this question right. To give such an answer, God has to reveal it to you. So he said, my father has revealed this thing to you. Because of that, I have decided. So Jesus took it. One day, Bishop Larry and myself, we were talking to Leah. She was just giving us, she had gone for an event. And she was telling us what had happened there. So as she was talking, she just said, oh yeah, and then this person said this. As soon as she said that, thing, we look at each other like the eyeball to eyeball. And we didn't say anything. When she left, we took a decision based on what she said. Yeah, we just made it. We look at each other. Then we just to acknowledge that. Did you are you hearing what I'm hearing? But she was saying a joke that somebody made. Based on that joke, we just made a decision. Okay, it's also nice, it's not bad, it's also a joke, but it's, it's good. We braced ourselves. So sometimes when you speak, it can either take you up or bring you down. Out of leadership 69, don't say anything in public that will destroy your ministry. You can't even, it's not every joke that we joke in public. When we are alone in the corner, we can make any joke. But when we are in public, even, even in public, we don't laugh at some joke. You say, we won't laugh. Oh, really? That's very powerful. We delay the laughter for later. Yeah. Because you may just go and laugh and then the next day you are arrested. Yeah. I'm sure you are wondering, what did you say? That's how it is. But when Peter said this, today is just introduction, so never mind. When Peter said that thing, Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And then he said, in addition to that, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. This Sunday, I'm preaching this message at uh, UKZ. Yeah, I'll, I'll come to you from this side. Yeah. Now, Jesus said to Peter, the reason why I am building my, I'm building my church, and as I build my church, something is going to happen. Is going to prevent the gates of hell from prevailing against it. Now, anytime we are building a church, Satan or the gates of hell rise against the church. The press is not the church's number one enemy. The government is not the church's number one enemy. The church's number one enemy is the devil. The devil. The devil. So how does Satan fight against the church? I'm beginning to share with you seven demonic spirits that Satan uses to fight against the church. Or seven demons, seven evil spirits that devil uses to fight against the church. So as we are building, Satan is fighting. As we are building, Satan is fighting. So, we're going to look at them one by one by one, seven of them. We finish with them. We wrap up the series. Demon number one. The spirit of disloyalty. That is the first spirit that when we are building the church, Satan deploys against the church. And as a church, it's important that we are aware of Satan and his device. The Bible says we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. Ignorance of the devil. Satan wants you to believe that he doesn't exist. He wants you. If he can get you to... You say, oh, 
I thought that Satan doesn't want us to believe in God. Oh, that's a lower one. If you can believe that he doesn't exist, he'll be very happy. So, the fact that we know we are made away, I mean, like you are singing in the choir nicely, I mean, a lot of big choir, happy choir, every bringing. Satan has noted it, and you are singing, they are clapping. Now, I'm going to de- deploy this evil spirit or disloyalty into this group so that I can do what? I can scatter it. I can spoil it. This beautiful church that we have. If Satan succeeds in, in, in deploying this demon into the church, we are in trouble. That's why we are, we are taking him head on to make sure that we are prepared. Hallelujah. And we are prepared. Now, these demons, unfortunately, they use church members. If you read the final quest, the first chapter of the book, Final Quest, you see the demons in the book. They were riding on the Christians. And the Christians were spoiling the church, thinking that they are working for God. Many people are in many churches spoiling the church in the name that we are working for God. I'm try- we are trying to discipline the pastor for God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, to become disloyal is a process. So many people when they are becoming disloyal or when they are being affected by the spirit do not see that they are, they are going off until they are off. That's the sad thing about it. By the time that you realize you are going off, you are off. And once you go off, the final stage has to take place. A disloyal person goes through eight stages. Eight stages. The first stage, which is perhaps the most important thing, because that is what triggers off everything. Which is the spirit of independence. That is what starts off everything. It leads you on a slope that becomes very difficult for you to come up. You just keep sliding down like that. Sleepy, sliding, slope. Spirit of independence. Who is an independent person? An independent person is somebody who is part of an organization or a group or in this case, a church, or a choir, yet is autonomous of the group. (laughs) It's like somebody who's part of a group, but he's on his own. He does what he wants to do. So you are part of the First Love Church in UKZN or you are part of this choir, the Olives and the Olives have decided that we are all wearing a white shirt and jeans irrespective of the color of the jeans but we are wearing a white shirt and jeans and then you decide that yes I'm in the choir I'm going to sing I'm, I'm an olive. I am an olive. But I am going to wear a skirt. Yes. I'll wear the white shirt. It's not a problem. But I will wear a black skirt. Because my auntie came last week and she bought me a skirt from True Worth, True Worth Girls or Ladies or women, yeah, two red, two red girls, yes. And I've been looking for a chance to wear it last Sunday. I wanted to wear it, but they said that we are dancing for flow and we are wearing a red skirt. So I came, I flowed now, Tuesday. 
which is my chance. And Tuesday also is the service that that boy who has been smiling at me has been coming for. So, it's my chance because you Christmas comes but once a year. I gotta wait. Now, the leader Bulelua, she can't tell me not to wait. She has already found herself a tall Congolese husband. She should give me a chance. She has married Mozart. She's fine. She should give me a chance to also expand my ministry. Meanwhile, you are part of a group. You are part of a group. In the church, unfortunately, we have people who behave like this. You are part of the church. Sometimes they are even part of the leadership of the church. However, they are autonomous. Yeah. Autonomous means they do what they want to do. They are not affected by the rules of the organization they belong to. I say it's an evil spirit that the devil attacks the church with. And we have to be aware of it and fight against it. If you are part of the church, be part of the church. And be part of the rules of the organization. We say, let's pray. Once a month, we are going to pray. So, no. I don't think that the pastor is spiritual enough. Every Friday, I'm coming here to have an all night cross night. There's nothing wrong with it. You can come and have your cross night. But the day we are having our cross night, you must also appear. But I mean, I prayed in the first week, I prayed in the second month. This, if I don't come, if I've prayed more than uh, uh, Leah prayers, since I the prayer, um, uh, prayer, prayer, but I've prayed more than her. The day we are praying, you must appear. We didn't ask you to pray the first week, did we? We said, and if you pray, what's the problem? Are you not a Christian? We said that we pray, we have a cross night every last Friday of the month. Don't say we didn't announce it, we didn't give. I've given you a notice today, Tuesday night, I said it. You have heard it. In Peter Marisbeck, I said it, and you heard it. Yeah. In Christ, I hope, Cathedral, I said it, and you heard it. Say, no, that's for me. I'm going to do something else. You have them in the church. We are writing exams. As a church, we will write exams. You say, no, me, I write books. Yes, I'm an author. Why are you asking me to write exams? Look, then maybe you don't belong to the group. You need to be in another group where they write books as the main way of assessing the people. Yeah, my prayer is that one day you all write books. It's my prayer. Recently, Joe, um, what's your name again? Joe's wife, Gail. She did a summary of my preaching. I said, if I had met you many years ago, I would have written a book. Because to write is very difficult for me. So, as I'm saying it, you are writing, we'll, by now we have a book. If you have a book that I want to write, all the chapters are in my head. To write it, that's the problem. <laughs> I have the soft copy in my head. It's left with the hard copy. Yeah, all the revelation. Today I was sitting there, I was having a chat with somebody. I asked the as soon as the person answered the, the question, I, I took my pen, I started to make a message. Like that. I mean, from beginning to end, in a space of about three minutes, I had finished with the scriptures, everything. I just, my son asked me, When do you prepare? I said, That's what you are seeing. When the, as soon as the person answered the question, I just started. I just, it's like it was just coming. Then you can't be part of an organization and do what you like. As I'm here, I'm part of the Madagascar Council. I don't do what I like. No. I don't do what I like. 
I allow the bishop of the council to lead the council. I allow him to decide what we should do. I don't decide for him. I don't say, no, let's change it. No, let's, no. Even if I don't, I have an opinion. I find the right time. Say, what do you think about this way or this other way? If he agrees, we do it. If he says, oh, let's not do it. It's also powerful. Why? Because we need to have one vision so that we can all use our effort to push the vision. Instead of having two visions. So if, let's say, how do you measure effort? Force. So do you measure it in units? Newtons. Not mercury, please. Science students. Okay, gallons. <laughs> if we force Newtons, okay, good. Leah, they say Newtons. We agree. It's fine. So if 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 I have ten Newtons and Spa also has ten Newtons, and we take one vision and we all decide to push it, we, it means we have twenty what Newtons to push it. But if I say, let's go this way. We are doing bacentes. Then he says, I'm doing home sales. So 10 goes to push bacenta. 10 goes to push home sales. How many of you think that we'll get far? We'll get far. It will be as though we are working. They are all good ideas. So, but our efforts are dissipated. If you are part of a group, be part of a group. In the Bible, we see a guy called Joab. Who was the assistant for a king called David? As he was with David, this spirit got into him, spirit of independence, it got into him. So when the king decides this, he also decides another thing. Yeah. One day, the king had an enemy, his name was Saul. David was even not yet the king, it was just his group. But there was an existing king called Saul. And this man saw had been trying to kill David so many times. At a point, in 2 Samuel 3, David decided to make peace with Abner, who was the army commander for Saul. So he invited Abner, made a feast for Abner. Sometimes when people are angry, just make food for them. Sometimes the anger is because of hunger. It's a, it's a hunger-motivated anger. Sunday when we were going home, one of my sons, he was not talking to us. Yeah. He was not talking to us. I mean, he was, he was bored with his mother and myself. We didn't know what we had done. So, as we were going, his mother said, oh, let's pass by Nando's and buy some chicken. So, we bought the chicken. We got, we, I'm sure he was saying it. Uh, Daddy, listen to what mommy is saying. <laughs> After we bought the food and he had eaten, suddenly he started to talk to us. It's like we have become friends. So I understood that the anger was because of hunger. Yeah. Uh, there's a famous Madagascan saying that a hungry man is an angry man. So David made a feast for Abner and signed a peace agreement with Abner. Now when Joab came and he heard what David had done, he was angry. And he faced Abner and went to kill Abner. Sometimes you have people in the church, when the head pastor decides that this is what we are doing, they say to themselves, I don't think that the decision you are making is the right decision. Yeah. I will go there. I have had meetings. And I've had, I said, let's do A, B, and C. And then when I finish the meeting, the people I had the meeting with, go behind my back and meet the other people and change what I have said. In this church, Peter Marisberg. Yeah, not in United Denomination. Peter Christ, our hope. Yeah. Are you ready to go on this journey? Because it's a very frightening and fierce journey. Musa, it's like I have a meeting and we say, let's do A, B, and C. Then when we finish, then you meet the parties involved. And I have already met the parties involved. It's not like 
I am yet to meet the parties. I have already met the party. Then you, you meet with the parties. By the time you are finished with the party, whichever way you had the meeting, whether by being passive, sleepy, active, whichever, active member, passive member, whatever. But by the time you finish with the parties, the agreement I have had with you has changed with the people. Now, an independent person is not a disloyal person. Don't get the wrong picture. If you are at that stage, or if you notice traces of it in your life, in the church, you tell yourself, look, this thing is not good. It's got to go off. Yeah, that's why we are teaching about it. If it couldn't go off, we just take a gun and shoot all independent people and drive them out of the church. No, there's a remedy. That's why we are teaching so you look at it, we say, we are all growing side beds. And you say, I want a goatee. Long goatee like a goat. When you see, you cut it off and say, no, nah, it doesn't go with it. I mean, if there, there are some, some sets around. They all, you identify them by the beard. Yeah, you identify them by the beard. I mean, the, some of them, you identify them by the star of David. Star of David. Someone who you identify them by the beret. You can't be part of EFF and not wear the beret. May every trace of independence about us die in the name of Jesus. Satan will not have victory over us. The same Abner guy. David decided when I die, I'm going to make my son Solomon the king. He look at Solomon and said, Ah, this boy can never be king. I know a guy. He can be a better king. Yeah. He's nicer than Solomon. And, 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 and he, he went to choose Adonijah. Adonijah was nicer than Solomon. Adonijah, Absalom, and Tamar. Bible says they, their mother had a grace for beauty. Yeah. Absalom was the talk of Israel. For his once a year, he cuts his hair, and people go to fight over the hair. Yeah, three brothers, two brothers, one sister Absalom, Adonijah, and Tamar. So, when Solomon, David, I'm going to make Solomon the king, he joined said, No, 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 I'm going to make Adonijah the king. Before David could come out and say, Solomon is going to be king, he went quickly and he took Adonijah. Put him on the horse. Adonijah is king. Everybody say it. Adonijah is king. Adonijah is king. Please go and sit down. You are not Adonijah. No, you don't want to be Adonijah. No. That's Abner. I said this is the, the other. The other said we just run through, but this is the critical one which I want you to get. When Absalom rebelled against David and David was going back to take over the kingdom, he gave a clear instruction. I know what my son has done, but he's still my son. Just arrest them and bring them. Nobody should touch my son. Just catch him and bring him. Look. When Joab saw Absalom, he was so angry, he killed him. Thank you. He killed him. He killed him. These are all traits like the leader says we are going this way. And then the, the assistant says, no, we are not. We are not going this way. I mean, as I'm standing here, it wasn't in my plan at all to go to Deban. Deben. No, I'm even tired of big city life. I was sitting at my somewhere. Do you know that place? My somewhere. When Bishop called me and he said, the way they are spoiling the Deben church, maybe you have to go there. I said, okay, no problem. I'll check them out on Sunday and then we'll see. After Sunday, I said, how was it? I said, oh, We'll see, there's hope. But we'll see. He said, I 
think that you should just go there permanently. And let's build something in there. I said, okay, no problem. It can be done. Straight to Deban. When I go to Deban, let me tell you this one for free. I'll close on this one. I don't drink water. I don't drink juice. Anything they offer me, I don't drink it. I go in and I go out. The question is why? There's no ablution facility. So if I go drinking water and drinking juice and for any reason something that has gone in decides to come out there's nowhere for it to come out yeah whether number one or number two there's nowhere yeah so when I arrive I operate in them and they think I don't like food here they think I like food yeah, some people bring me muffins, bring me every day when I come here, there's something to eat. Deban, I don't eat. It's a fasting life. When I finish everything, I calculate one hour from Deban to Marisbeck. We can survive. To Marisbeck. Yeah. Even if I would drink something, you can ask the people like I I would drink it on our way back. Yeah, there's nowhere to wee wee. There's nowhere. But the leader said, let's build something in Deban. So Deban, that's it. And I can't tell me that when, when I'm here, when I come to last week, last Sunday when I came, I, 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 when I came, I was like the king of kings. Boom! He said I should leave it and go to where? Yes, go to Deban. I said, you said I should go to Deben? No problem. Deben. Come. Here. Yeah. You can't be part of an organization and be working against the leader of the organization. You cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You work with the vision that is, is, is operating. Or else you are operating an independent spirit. Of course, when people are independent, they graduate to the next stage of disloyalty, which is a stage of offense. Matthew 24, 10, Bible says, Then shall many be offended, they shall hate one another, and they shall betray one another. You graduate because, because of your independence, there will be a lot of clashes. Because, I mean, imagine you come to church. One day I was going to preach in a certain church. On my way, the pastor called me. As we were talking, he said, today is uh, international salvation, something, something. Everybody is wearing white. Here am I in my black suit and my red tie looking all funky and dicey. I said, international what? He said, yes. I said, ah, but you should have told me yesterday. And you didn't tell me. He said, oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, but you are a visiting preacher. I said, it matters. How can I only, I be the only black sheep amongst all the white sheep? I said, it matters. I told him, I'm not coming again. Then I stopped by a mall. And I bought a white, white change in them. Everything to look like them. Yeah, to look like them. My last hundred dollars on me, I used it to buy <laughs> in fact, $150. I changed white, white. Then I came. When, I, when he saw me, he said, Wow, you, you, you make me believe in miracles. <laughs> yeah. So when you are the odd one, there will be a lot of clashes. After a while, you will be tired of the confrontations because we too, I mean, we don't back down from a fight. I mean, we, 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 by the way we are, we also don't back down from a fight. So we also take it on head on. And when we take it on head on, then now it's like the clash is too much. So what happens is that 
you become offended. And anytime I come to church, they are talking against me. Anything I do, they don't like it. Even the other day I said I was praying. Now they are talking about even the way I'm praying. The other time I said this, they are talking about this. When I do this, they said that. When I do that, they said this. Even now, what should I do about it and everything? I mean, oh, then you become offended. Operate at the second stage, which means you are going deeper. Offense. So, yeah, eh, even a song uh, came. So, let's use the choir. The choir is always a perfect example. So, you have come in your green and red. You have appeared in your green and red with a yellow belt like a robot, and you have come. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody is supposed to wear blue jeans and, and, and white top. So, the leader says that you know something. I don't think you can sing today. And after I've had Reza for two weeks, now you say I can't sing again. Look, if you have used two weeks to do rehearsals, why couldn't you use 30 minutes to wear white and, and blue? So uh, I've, been doing, I've been coming for even the Reza, I come very early and understand. And I want, and today I want to wear my red, yellow, and green dress. You say I can't sing. I've seen people who in the choir just sing, just singing when the leader has said you can't do this and then they are offended. Sometimes they even confront them. Why do you say I can't sing? Why do you say uh, you won't let me lead? Why am I leading? You are leading from the back. Just lead from the back. I have seen it several times. You see they are offended and I wanted to lead this. I am the leader of the choir. I said sing this song. There is power in the name of Jesus. You have sung two verses. It's left with one verse. I'm reminding you of the third verse. You would say you are angry. I mean, you say you are angry. How can you even... Why, why are you thinking like that? If you are angry, it's not a problem. Don't lead. Sit down. Sit down. Just be at the back and back. When they are going, then you just... You can do it faster so that people see that you are... They notice you. So when the leader says, now you say you are offended. You say you are offended. You better change because I have 12 weeks to find you. Wherever you are. Now, offended people don't stay offended forever. They graduate into the next stage, which is called the stage of passivity. Where because of the clashes and the offense, they say, you know, I won't do anything again. I won't do any younger. I won't do anything again. Yeah. And when I said I should sing, and after I've sung powerful, all the people are clapping. Then after church, you called me and said, don't do this, don't do that. How would you get better if we don't tell you what you, you should do? You are singing to us, you have closed your eyes. You said we shouldn't tell you. Let's be serious. You are singing, the mic is on your stomach. You are supposed to sing into the mic. You said we shouldn't tell you. We should tell you. When we tell you, you get better. Yeah. And I won't sing again. Even, even the singing, is it, is it everybody will sing in the church? Is it by force? I won't sing again. Go to retirement. They become passive. Won't say, I won't say anything about anything anymore, anyway. To anyone. Anywhere. At any time whatsoever. From the passive stage, people get to what we call the critical stage. And this one stands to logic. You see, passivity in, in I think I think Jeremiah 48, verse 10, the Bible says, Curse is he that does the work of God deceitfully. And curse is he, or cursed be he that withholds his sword from blood. The Bible says, It's a curse. To just be there, say, I won't do anything. Absalom, when Absalom, my wife has taught me this for years, Absalom. Absalom. Tell your neighbor, Absalom. Absalom was offended at his father David because his brother had raped his sister and his father did nothing. Because of that, the Bible says, and he said, chapter 30, he said to, he said to his brother, I'm not neither good nor bad. 
said nothing to him. The same chapter in verse 28, he gave an instruction. Kill him. Kill my brother. For two years, he didn't say anything. See his brother. Mm. Mm. Some of your wives have become people who talk with breath. You talk with your breath. You talk with your breath. We ask you, mm, mm, hey, death and damned spirit. Now, because passivity gives you a lot of time to do nothing, you graduate into you need to use the time. Nature aborts vacuum, so you need to use the time for something. So, you now use the time to criticize everything that is going on, you become a critic. Which is the fourth stage, which is the critical stage. Where you begin to find faults and you magnify faults. Finding faults and magnifying faults. Yeah, finding faults and magnifying. We know there are faults in the church. I mean, somebody sent me a message today. She was listening to my podcast. She said, Rev, you are the best. I said, no, don't stop. Don't say that. I can't be the best. She said, oh, no. Believe me, you are. I said, that's what a lot of people say, but it's not so. We know we are not the best. We know that we are not the best. We know the church is not the best church. We are not the best church around. We are just a church. And we are doing our best. If you want to find faults, you will find so many faults. So many faults. But if you are really part of... You see, your viewpoint is determined by your point of view. Or your viewpoint depends on your point of view. If you are looking for faults, you see a lot of faults. If you are looking for good things, you see a lot of That's the a glass half full or half empty. Depending on where you are looking at it from. Do you ever see a DAC saying anything good about what ANC has done? Helen Zilla, how much did she not fight with Julius Malema when he was ANC youth president? When he changed to EFF, it's like now they are best buddies. The viewpoint has changed. Point of view has changed. Names that they called each other. It's amazing. It's amazing. Critical. They begin to criticize all the things that are done. They criticize. And why do we have two quads? Why can't we just put it together? Don't you think that bigger is better? Yes, we know bigger is better. We know that bigger is better. But it's not everything that the bigger is better. I mean, imagine your head was bigger. I mean, would it be better? I mean, just think of it. You easily become the headmaster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they said that the service will end at half past eight but it's even past half past eight that it's like you just begin to magnify things. when you were clapping for the music you didn't know that it was the preaching time that was being used for the music <laughs> you, become, you become head of department <laughs> yeah <laughs> Now, when people begin to criticize, because they have to criticize to people, they get to the next stage, which is called the political stage. Where they now, they speak to Leah, they speak to Melanie, they speak to Sino, they speak to Imzi, they speak to Prophet, they speak to Mr. Prophet. (coughs) Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Prophet. Speak to everybody. 
Did you see? Did you see that they are that they have you heard that they are that thing? Have you seen how they are doing that thing? There's the way that they are doing and don't think it's the way that it should be done. The way it was been done in 1942. Is that how it's been done in 2018? The way 2018 people are doing their things. That's not how 2072 people did their things. I think that if the 2017 people were the people doing the church in 2092, the church will be done in a very different way. But these 2018 people, the way they are doing it, I don't think that they, they should do it. And then it's just going. Meanwhile, we are happy in the church. Oh. We are happy together. Then they start to speak poison, poison, poison. But the way they did this person's baby shower is it the way they are going to do your baby shower. And then your baby shower is going to be in the shower, but his baby shower is going to be in the kitchen. <laughs> Let me give one quick message to all the people who like to criticize. Let me give you a solution. It will help all of us. Anytime you see something that you think is not right in the church, decide to make yourself the solution or part of the solution. It will kill all criticism in you. Somebody told me about birthdays, the way people's birthdays are being forgotten. I said, you know something? I said, oh, really? So, but the church has a database. I said, it's very powerful. From today, you are the president of the database. In charge of reminding all of us about birthdays. In your time, nobody's birthday will be forgotten. Be the solution. I don't like the way, even one day, the choir, they are singing on the stage, they move this way and they move the, Come and help them move it. Show them the right way to move. Show them the right, you know, just show them. That's all. Be part of the choir and move for us. Until then, just keep quiet and enjoy what you can enjoy. Yeah, just keep quiet. And even when they were there, the microphone was taller than one person. Tyler didn't go and bring it up. What were you sitting there doing? Couldn't you go there and bring it to the person's level or take a chair to the person and let the person stand on it so that the person can be taller? Ah! Why are you sitting down like that? You have to go to the back. That's how it works. Yeah, that's how it works. You're not the first person to run to the back. Next stage, I, I'm finishing. From, 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 from political stage. Because people, you know, because people start to listen to you, what happens is that you become deceived. And sometimes when you are talking to people, they know the right thing. They just don't have the guts. Or as they say in English, the balls. To tell you the truth. That's the sound idea. Some people are able to just listen quiet. And that thing will come to it next week. You are listening to a mistake and you are listening to it quietly. But like I said, next week. So because they listen, people, people don't like to offend people. So they know you are saying the wrong thing. But say, oh, really? Oh, okay. God is gracious and he's merciful and he's faithful. And then let's pray about it. So, what it feeds is deception. Oh, everybody agrees with me that what I'm saying is the right way to go. What I'm saying is the right way to go. Yeah. Even I told this person, and then I told each other, you are Isona, Nane? Good. And I told Isona, and I told this person, and I told this person, and, I told, and they all agree with me, and they said that it's very, very powerful. Okay, no problem. It feeds deception. So now that deception makes you come out to rebel, which is the seventh stage called the stage of rebellion or open rebellion. You come out and you rebel. From that stage, there is no return. Recently, we had, we had some people burst out. I remember I sat in my office down there with one of them for three hours. And I said, as for a thought, you can have it. 
nobody can persecute you for a thought. But until, uh, as soon as you come out with it, boom, all our guns will turn to you. As soon as you, you rebel, boom, we don't have any option. We have to react. Because if we don't react, we look weak. And we, also, we are not weak, as you can see. No, 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 no. We are a force. So, once you come out, then we turn to you. For as long as you have not come out, you have the chance of tracing back your steps. After three hours of talking, 72 hours later, explosion. When I heard of the explosion, I said, well, let the games begin. That's all. We cock our guns, everything. We cock it from Madagascar. We cock it from Peter Myersburg. We sharpen everybody. Get ready to fire. You have not been firing for some time, so it's time. You know, if you see, some people write, see, the army in South Africa, they've not been fired. We've been paying them for years. They should have a friendly match with Zimbabwe. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah. So we have been even looking for a friendly match for some time. Friendly match. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as soon as you cross this stage, that is rapid. It leads us to the next stage, which is execution, which is what I'm finishing with, and then we go. Execution. Now, when you rebel, there's only one way to do it. The Bible prescribes only one way. Talking doesn't change rebels. No. Talking. Look, Jesus knew that the devil had entered Judas in John chapter 13, verse 2. That's where he got to know. Until then, he didn't know. Verse 2, he knew. Bible says, when he knew, he started to wash the feet of his disciples. He finished eating to strengthen himself. He washed the feet of his disciples. Then he, that was his last public appearance from that chapter. Last public appearance. That day when he finished. From there, he started to have private meetings with Judas. Private meetings. He won't change chapter 17, he saw that this, look, this case is incorrigible. He started to pray for him and pray for his disciples. Still, talking doesn't change them. The Bible prescribes only one thing. It says that for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That is, I think, first Samuel. Then Exodus 22, 18, he says that suffer not a witch to live. You, do you understand the mathematics? So it says a rebel is a witch and don't allow a witch to live. Simple. Awesome. Hey, pastor, you have to be kind. Look, you are not kinder than God. You can't be kinder than God. So all the rebels in the Bible, they were all executed. Absalom, Shimei, Adonijah, Ahitophel, Judas, Joab. Joab, look, David didn't get a chance to kill Joab. He gave a strict instruction to himself. When you come to power, day one, after the inauguration, kill him. Yeah. No, 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 don't wait for a, a, a fight before. As soon as they swear you in, they give the power to, you know, go to his house and kill him. No, 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 kill him. Don't even give state of the nation address. Kill him. And then, of course, the rebel of all rebels, who is the devil himself, they drove him out of heaven. And then there's a final day when he is going to be properly executed, and it will be over. Church of God, may God deliver us from this evil spirit of disloyalty. Stand to your feet, let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands just shortly. Pray for yourself. We are going in the next minute or two. Just pray for yourself and say, Lord, deliver me. Whichever whichever stage you have seen yourself, maybe you have seen traces of independence, traces of criticism. It's a spirit. It's an evil spirit. Pray against it. Pray that, Lord, take it out of me. Take it out of me. If I'm part of the organization, let me be part of it fully. Let me be part of it totally. Let me be part of it completely. 
In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. Help us. Deliver us from the devil and his agents. Deliver us from these spirits that the gates of hell use to fight against the church. May it not prevail. Deliver us from independence. Deliver us from offenses. Deliver us from the critical stage, the passive stage, the critical stage, the stage of deception, the political stage. Help us to trace our steps to walk in the right way. We thank you. We bless you. That together, as a church with you, we will fight and build this church. We bless you, Jesus. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated in the presence of God. Please welcome Spa. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.